Last night during the Fabrengen we had in honor of the Yurtzeder of Cook, a question came up, an extremely important fundamental question. And the truth is that I've heard this question many, many times by people that start learning Chassidus. And therefore I'd like to discuss it today in today's Torah together because not only to know the answer to this very important question, but more importantly because when one understands the distinction which is the answer to the question, I mean, it mamish changes your life. So, I want to tell you the question, but I want to do it by way of telling you a story of the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, who was one time sitting with a chassid called Rabbi Gershon Pahar, who was a chassid of his grandfather, the Rebbe Maharash. And they were sitting and talking, and Rabbi Gershon Pahar told the previous Rebbe, what his grandfather, the Rebbe Marash, had told him, told us Rebbe Gershon Par. So the idea that he told him was that the Rebbe Marash said as follows, that in all the books of the philosophers, throughout the Middle Ages, even the Jewish scholastic philosophers, the Sefer Ikrim, etc., so they all speak about the fact that, of course, one cannot know God. How could you know God? No thought could grasp God at all. Of course, God created intellect. Intellect is a creation just like mud and Sprite. I mean, Sprite and 7-Up can't grasp God and mud can't grasp God. Why should intellect grasp God? God made it. (laughs) It's something that God made outside of God. So obviously it's not going to be able to grasp God. And also, not just because it's created, but it's a different type of entity. It's like saying with your hand. Grasp a very deep intellectual idea with your hand. Hold tight unto this deep idea. Somebody says to you, I didn't understand that class. So you say, why? Just grab it with your hand. Your hand doesn't connect to intellect. They're different types of reality. Intellect and God. God is infinite. Intellect, by definition, is a structured, finite thing. So, of course, no thoughts could grasp God. And the way that the Sefer Ikrim famously phrased this idea is, Ilu yadaitiv hayisiv. If I would know him... I would be him. If I would know God, if I would know God, I would be God. Who could know God other than God? And now getting back to the story, Srib Gershon Pahar told the Rebbe Ayatz in the name of his grandfather, Shmuel Lubavitch, the Rebbe Marash, he said that the Rebbe Marash said that that was before Hasidus was revealed. Before Hasidus was revealed, then they used to say, If I would know him, I would be him. But now with the revelation of Hasidus, It's a statement. It's not a question. I know him and thereby become him, or connected to him, obviously. Become unified with him. Like a spark goes into a bonfire or a drop falls back into the ocean, how do we fall back into God? By consciousness, by having consciousness, yedaitiv, like the Altribus says in Tanya chapter 3, that das, Adam yodas chava, Adam knew his wife Eve, is a lotion of connection, intimate knowing, intimate consciousness and awareness, that one feels it, yedaitiv hayisiv, you know God and thereby become godly, become godly. And this Rabbi Gershon Par concluded the story of the Rebbe Marash, and he told Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, but you should know that I believe what the Rebbe Marash meant was only for really, really big Hasidim. Big, big Hasidim, special people that could sit and meditate for hours and hours and hours. They could, Yedaitiv Hayisiv, they could know God and be godly. At that moment, the Rebbe Rashab, the previous Rebbe's father, the Rebbe Rabshab, Rabshalom Doivber, the son of the Rebbe Marash, showed up 
And he came to where Rabbi Gershon Power was talking to his son, to the previous Rebbe. And Rebbe Rashab said to them, what's going on? And they told him about the conversation. And Rabbi Gershon Power said that I think that what your father, the Rebbe Marash, said is only for big chassidim. But the Rebbe Rashab responded, no. Anybody, any Jew that learns chassidus and thinks about chassidus, meditates in chassidus, thinks about ideas in chassidus, any single person with the Baal Shem Tev and the Magadim is rich and the Alter Rebbe and all the Rebbeim did is that they allowed that any single person could know a godly concept and thereby become godly. Yedaitif Ha'isiv, the spark into the bonfire, the drop into the ocean by your consciousness, by knowing God, by connecting to God with your mind, no matter what level of understanding of Chassidus you have, you become godly. But the question is, we just said that no thought could grasp God. And the truth is you could ask this question more simply, which the Alter Rebbe actually does in the Kutei Torah on the very first page of Parshas Bamidbar, Daf Aleph. The Alter Rebbe asks, I mean, the whole Hasidus Chabad, Chachma Bina Das, is based on that the Alter Rebbe held that what the Baal Shem Tov really wanted is that we should all connect our minds, our consciousness with God. Judaism, chitzonius, the outer external level of Judaism and Shulchan Aruch and stuff is mainly focused on how to connect to God with your mouth, with your hands, with your feet, with your limbs of your body. And yes, there are mitzvahs about loving God and fearing God, but chassidus is how to do that. Chassidus is all about the inner part of who you are. Your consciousness and your mind and your heart connecting to God. To the extent like the Zohar says, as the Alter brings in Tanya chapter 44, the Zohar brings the Pesach from Eshes Chayel, Bala, her husband, is known at the gates. But the Zohar makes a play on words and says that her husband, meaning Hashem, is known to us. Everyone based on how much they make a shiur. You know, shiur in Judaism is a measurement, right? Like a shiur kazayas, a shiur avias, a shiur means a measurement. Not gates, but the Zohar is making a play on words that instead of gates, read it as the fidem is shair belibe, according to the amount that you measure in your heart and your mind, your lev ladas, how much you allow in your mind and your heart to allow God to be part of you. That's how much God is known. So ask the Alter Rebbe, but but no thought could grasp God whatsoever. How could Hasidus be all about knowing God, knowing God somehow and thereby becoming godly? How could one know God? But the truth is that it's in the Torah. The Torah says to know that Hashem who Elikim. And King David's last words to his son King Solomon was, were da avicha. Know the God of your father, da. Know the God of your Father, only thereby can you serve Him with a full heart. It's all based on consciousness and knowing about God. So what is it? Can we know godliness? Could we not know God? Can we know God? Or The truth is, I mean, in Chabad Yeshivas, they spend three hours a day learning Chassidus. And I've spent about 20, over 20 years learning Chassidus and I haven't finished. So what are we learning? What are we learning? What are we understanding? What are we, what are, if you can't know God? And the answer is... There's two different types of knowledge. The Alter Rebbe explains this in Tanya in Igeras HaKodesh, chapter 19. And then all the Rebbeim after that explain in much, a much, much greater length. We'll continue tomorrow. Take a look in Igeras HaKodesh, chapter 19, where the Alter Rebbe essentially asks that question, but with a little kind of different words, as we'll learn about Mitzvah Shem more tomorrow. 
But focus on the following. Basically, the distinction is between two different types of knowledge. What's called Yediyas HaMohus, knowledge of essence, and Yediyas HaMetzias, the knowledge of existence. Yediyas HaMohus, to know something's essence is to see it completely and totally and totally grasp it. But Yediyas HaMetzias, to know the existence of something is to deeply understand and perceive what it means to you, how it relates to you, how it manifests as you, as we'll learn more about Mitzvah Shem tomorrow.